Hello, my lords and labias. This is Brooke, the host of the Good Mom Podcast, where we talk about the joys and the wonders of parenthood. That's a joke. We do not talk about (laughs) the joys of parenthood. We talk about the struggles behind parenthood. We talk about mental health, the postpartum vagina, sex after a baby, making your marriage work, maybe not making your marriage work, and all this stuff that you don't usually want to talk about because every time you mention it to somebody, you feel like a bad fucking parent. Believe me, you're not a bad parent. We are all in this together on this crazy ass parenthood ride. Buckle up, bitches. Hello, everybody. So first of all, let me just say (laughs) sorry for not putting out an episode last week. Um, I wish I had some kind of like great excuse to give you, but this is my excuse. I slept instead of recording a podcast. My husband was like on Sunday night because I usually do it on Saturdays or Sundays. And so like on Sunday night, it was like nine o'clock. My husband was like, you still need to record. And I was already in bed, like with a sleeping pill in my body. And I was like, fuck no. (laughs) I am not getting out of this bed for anything unless there's a fire. But even then it was debatable. So I just kind of took a little hiatus, took some me time. It was nice. Very nice. Every mom needs it. We all know. So for this week's episode, let's talk about sex, baby. We going to talk about sex, but not just any kind of sex. We're going to talk about first time after having a baby sex, that scary stuff where you're like, I just pushed a human body out of my vagina and I'm supposed to put a wiener back in there. Like, what the fuck is supposed to happen? So I think the first thing we need to talk about is the vagina. You just had a baby. Okay. For those of you listening to this who are pregnant and you're like, I don't know what's going to happen to my vagina afterwards. I'll tell you. So if you're having a C-section, it's going to be completely different. I do not have an experience with that. So I'm not really sure. I I think like the healing is actually a little bit longer with the C-section for sex, but I might be wrong. Don't quote me on that. Um, But we're going to talk about vaginal birth, vaginal delivery, and having sex after you pushed a little person out of your vagina. So I personally tore during labor. um, Not bad. I think it was like a second degree tear, second degree tear, a second degree tear. Um, and I only had like a couple of stitches. Like it wasn't anything crazy. I didn't have an episiotomy or anything like that. Um, so it wasn't awful, but it was enough that I had to get stitched and it did suck. So I, my healing, I, I waited the full six weeks cause your doctor will tell you, you know, wait six weeks until you have sex. I waited those six weeks and my stitches were gone. I think they were dissolvable. You're just like piss on them until they fall out, I guess. I don't know, (laughs) but they weren't there anymore. And so my husband and I, we were like, okay, we're going to have sex. That was a mistake. So your doctor will tell you six weeks and everybody is going to be different. Your vagina is, is your fucking, like, is your God right now, like telling you what to do. Your vagina might be perfectly fine at four weeks. If it is, I fucking envy you. If it's not, and it needs a little longer, then fuck it. Like, take take the time to heal. You, whenever you deliver vaginally, you're more than likely going to tear unless you're just some, like, 
stretchy <laughs> vagina <laughs> unless you have like a crazy stretchy vagina you're posting a human out of your body like of course you're gonna tear so you're probably gonna have some stitches you might have to have an episiotomy so you might have even more stitches so like give yourself time to heal your vagina was just massacred honestly okay so I'm probably scaring some of you who like haven't had a baby yet it's not it's not that awful it hurts don't get me wrong but it's not like the end of the fucking world like those those like first three days in the hospital like when you're in the hospital that is probably the worst pain that you will experience not like the worst pain in your life but like the worst of it like that you will experience is going to be in the hospital when you come home you'll have already like you'll know how to handle it you'll know how to take care of it you know take some advil like it wasn't like you need like painkillers i don't even think i took like advil when i got home it was just kind of like put some ice pack on it sometimes don't be so scared like it's scary it sounds scarier and like in your head it's scarier than what it actually is i promise (laughs) so don't freak yourself out anyway so six weeks comes and you're like let's fuck let's do this let's do the dirty i was so horny like all all six weeks I wanted to have sex so bad. I was literally like, just do it. Just do it. My husband is the one who was like, no, like, I don't want to hurt you. And I'm glad he did because like, he, he probably could have seriously hurt me if, like, if I hadn't given myself time to heal. Like he could have like ripped my stitches back open and be like having a baby all over again. Like, I don't know what would have happened. So bless him for calming my shit down. But six weeks came and I was like, okay, let's try. Like, I am ready. I've waited. So six weeks comes and it was like, I, it was, I think that's what it's supposed to be like when you lose your virginity. (laughs) My virginity, whenever I lost mine, um, was not painful, but this was awful. Awful. That six weeks, uh, mark for me was not okay. We did not have sex at six weeks. He couldn't even get it in. The pain was insane. It literally felt like, and like, it wasn't like he was being forceful or anything. Like we were taking it slow and it was just insane. Like how painful it was. Like it was more painful than like me remembering childbirth. Like I, it was awful. So anyway, so six weeks came, it wasn't enough. So the point is if you're at six weeks and you feel like you're ready to have sex and it hurts, If your spouse is like, it's okay, it's okay, you'll get used to it. Tell them to get the fuck off of you. That's not what's going to happen. If it hurts, do not force yourself. Don't push it. Just be like, okay, you know, we'll wait another week or two and then we'll try again. So we waited another week or two. We tried again. Still the same thing. It fucking sucked. So we waited a little bit longer and then it was fine. Everything was fine. I will say, though, some kind of like tips and tricks. So now that you've heard like my my story, it sucked. Give yourself time. That's the whole point of that story. Um, some tips and tricks. So definitely use lube. So you're going to be partners. If you're listening to this, um, listen up. You're going to be uh, dry as the Sahara Desert. And partners, there it's nothing to do with you. It's not like we're not attracted to you anymore. It's not like we're not turned on because probably more than likely um, we're fucking chomping at the bit. Um, but it's just hormones. Like everything 
is all wacky. We're probably breastfeeding, all kinds of crazy shit. And so the vagina is just not going to create that natural lube that it usually would. Lube that shit up. Um, if you're like in a spot and you don't have lube on hand, use coconut oil. If you have coconut oil in your pantry, that's actually what we use over lube whenever like we do need to use it. We use coconut oil. That stuff is a dream. So, and it doesn't like dry out and get like goopy and sticky and weird like some lubes do. So if you don't have lube and you're at your six weeks, you're like, man, we ready to buying. See if you got some coconut oil or fucking Google it. I think Google tells you some crazy shit though. So don't always listen to it. Like don't use like icy hot, (laughs) some crazy shit like that. Um, But yeah, definitely use some lube. Don't like partners don't feel insecure. Like if you're, if your partner isn't getting wet and like doesn't, you don't feel like they are, their body is reacting to you. That's not the thing. It's just our hormones are fucking trying to destroy us. So tip number two, um, communication. So that was kind of a big thing. You can, I mean, your spouse isn't going to know if they are hurting you and what's uncomfortable unless you say so. And it's not just for that like first portion either. The first time that we had sex, like actually had sex, it was still painful. Like I didn't even have an orgasm. That That's another point we'll make. I didn't have an orgasm because, because of it. Like, it wasn't excruciating. Like it was fine. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. Like I didn't push myself. Like I was at a point where I was comfortable, but I definitely feel like if I would have not communicated with my husband, uh, that like first time when we tried to have sex at six weeks, I would have probably hurt myself. Like we probably would have done some damage. I probably would have bled a lot, like gone to the hospital. Like, I don't even know what would have happened. So I think it's important to communicate with your partner. Same thing with like being dry and like needing lube. Like there's nothing wrong with it. Communicate. Be like, hey, this isn't really working out. I'm a little dry. I think we need to try to some lube. And if it still hurts, then fuck it. Stop. But communication is key. Let your partner know it hurts. Um, Different positions that feel better. It might really suck. Like if you're a missionary, it might really, really suck and really hurt just because of like the angle of the penis. So maybe try switching up and get on top. Um, cause then you're able to control the pressure. You're able to control like the motions and how quick and all that stuff. And it might help a little more. Sorry, I'm a little stuffy. It might help a little more with, with the pain, with like you being able to say like how, how deep you should go. Like, are you ready to go ahead and go all the way? Like stuff like that. So try different positions, just communicate. So another thing that is important is orgasm so partners again don't feel insecure that first time that you guys have sex because there might not be an orgasm and it's not because we're not into it or that it didn't feel good because the first time that we did have sex like it did feel good it was fine but there was like right at like the base of my vagina like right where I would have had that stitch where those stitches and like where that scar tissue was like healing still, I could still feel it. It wasn't awful or anything like that, but it was, it was like a pebble in your shoe and you're like trying to like fucking go for a walk. You're like, what the fuck is that in my shoe? And every time you try to like dump the pebble out and then you put your shoe back on, you still feel it. It's like that. Like it was just kind of a nuisance. It was a distraction. So like, you know, obviously females take a little bit longer to have orgasm. 
So it was, it was hard for me to be able to like focus and, you know, like hone in on like the touches and the emotions and everything, because I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, why does that hurt? (laughs) So it's okay. If your partner doesn't have an orgasm, another thing to talk about, speaking of orgasms is lactation. So this is already kind of like a really rough spot for us after having a baby because we've got this like postpartum body. Uh, You might have like a little bit of like extra saggy skin like from your stomach where you stretched and your body just hasn't, you know, quite gone back to normal. You might have gained some weight. So you might kind of like not feel the best about yourself. You're tired. You know, like there's a lot like self-esteem after baby is fucking low. <laughs> like you don't feel sexy. Like you probably haven't showered. Your fucking vagina is probably hairy beyond belief if you sh- if you usually shave and you're you probably just don't feel the best. Your legs are probably hairy, your armpits hairy. So it's already kind of hard and like embarrassing to feel sexy. So then you have an orgasm, okay? And then all of a sudden you start leaking. <laughs> totally normal be prepared for it. Not everybody does it, but it's, if it happens to you, do not feel insecure. Do not feel like stupid. You might want to have just like a towel or something like nearby your breasts. When you have an orgasm, you might squirt milk, bring a whole new meaning to squirting. You guys, you might squirt some milk. That's okay. Like you're already going to feel like shit about yourself. I know it's so much easier said than done to be like, don't be embarrassed by it. But I'm telling you right now, it's totally normal. That is a-okay. Just like have a towel. Be prepared for it. It might happen. So you could hold <laughs> you could hold a towel over your boobs to prevent everything from getting wet. Um, I had really crazy uh, lactation, though. So I, I was producing a lot there for a while. So maybe that's that might be why. Um, but I do know that a lot of women experience it. Like, it's it's totally normal. So be prepared for it. Um, positioning is also really important for sex and those like first, those like first few sex, sex, sexual encounters that you have. So whatever, I think that it was probably like the second or third time that like we had sex and I finally had an orgasm where it was kind of comfortable and it wasn't because it was, I no longer felt that like little tinge, that little pain, but it was because of positioning. So I felt that, that little like stinging sensation where I have my scarring um, for a good while. I can't probably pinpoint exactly how long, but it was a good while. Um, And certain positions would make it worse. So like doggy style would make it worse. Um, Reverse cowgirl would make it worse. Positions where the penis is going to be pressing up against um, the like scarring, like that, that like base of your vagina where the, where the tear is or wherever your tear is, I guess it might be on the side. I know some women like tear like sideways, which I couldn't imagine. So your positioning. So again, communication that's important during this is like trying to figure out what position kind of feels the best and has like the least amount of pressure on the area that's most sensitive after having a baby. So positions that I found for me personally, I tore like directly under um, my vagina hole. I don't know like the t- proper terminology, but I would like, I had a very straight tear. It was very, very nice. It was a very nice tear. That's what my doctor told me. <laughs> 
I tore nicely. Um, so I had just like very clean tear. I was, I only had a couple of stitches. It wasn't anything crazy. Um, and so with my tear being directly under my vagina, it, the best positions were missionary. Missionary was pretty good. It wasn't awful. Uh, but again, missionary is kind of boring. Um, being on top, not reverse cowgirl, but being on top, that's also good. But I also feel like being on top is always good as a woman, just because you're able to control things or if like it's your first time and, or just in general, your first time, you're able to control like if something hurts, you can stop, you know, if it hurts because you're going too fast or if it hurts because you're drying out because your hormones are a fucking son of a bitch, you can stop and you don't have to be like, stop, stop, stop. I keep hitting my microphone, you guys. I'm so sorry. So positioning is really important. So if you guys, um, if you're listening to this and you are just now starting to have sex after having a baby and you're have you're finding it really difficult or you're finding it still painful, you might want to just try switching up positions. Um, that might help a lot with taking that pressure off of that scar tissue. Um, another, <laughs> another thing, um, is like, don't this isn't a porno okay so don't just go for it your partner pushed a baby out okay your wife girlfriend whoever births a child from her vagina well the last thing that I want is to get fucking pile drived and my torn poor vagina be gentle. Listen to your spouse. Don't act like we're a porn star <laughs> during those first few times after having baby. Be patient. I know guys listening to this or girls, I, I know like it's been, you know, six plus weeks since you were able to be intimate with your partner. And I know it sucks, but watch a fucking porn, masturbate, do something. Don't put pressure on your spouse to try to have sex with you. Um, it's, it's already like a really insecure and emotional time for mom after having a baby and it makes us feel guilty that we're not able to have sex with you. Trust me. (laughs) We want to have sex with you. Like don't, well, I guess I could, there's probably plenty of women out there who like, don't fucking touch me because again, hormones, but for the most part, we want to have sex with you. Like, it's not that we don't like you anymore. We're not turned on by you. We're just really tired and we think we're ugly. So whenever we think about it and like, we feel guilty that like, we're not able to be intimate with you and connect with you in that way. So whenever like you start kind of bitching about it, um, to put it nicely, and like complaining about like us not being able to have sex yet. Uh, it's going to make us feel that much more insecure. Like the guilt is, is insane. So I couldn't imagine my husband did not do this to me. Uh, thank God because he's perfect and he's precious, but I could not imagine feeling the way that I did because I remember what it felt like and like how I felt. I could not imagine having pressure from him telling me like you know we just need to have sex like I just want to have sex can we have sex yet like it would make me feel awful like I would feel so bad that I'm not able to give him what he wants like it would just it would make me feel really insecure 
and maybe maybe you guys don't whatever but I feel like probably for the most part women do feel like that during their postpartum time so try to be gentle with the way that you ask about having sex don't be like can we have sex yet you know just be like hey you know I really miss you I miss connecting with you whatever um how much longer did your doctor say until we can maybe try and see, you know, how it goes. Don't put a whole lot of pressure behind it. You know, make sure your partner knows that like you understand. She just pushed out a fucking human. Um, and you're going to be gentle. You're going to be patient. Like it's okay. If it doesn't work the first time, lube that shit up greasy, make it greasy, make it wet. That's the best advice I can give you. Oh, just kidding. Another piece of uh, tip here hemorrhoids. You will have hemorrhoids more than likely after pushing out a baby. Uh, There's a lot of uh, blood in your body, a lot of pressure on your butt whenever you are pushing out a little person, obviously. So you're more than likely you're going to have hemorrhoids, maybe one or two. They might be fucking massive. You know, everybody has different situations with hemorrhoids. If you have hemorrhoids, um, the best thing that you can do for yourself is try to take care of them early. Use those tux pads, get some like hemorrhoid cream, talk to your doctor about it. They might have something else that you can do. Uh, My doctor gave me this like, like medicine tube um, that made them go away uh, pretty quickly. Sorry. Oh gosh. I had chicken teriyaki tonight. I apologize, you guys. It's giving me some heartburn. Pregnancy, y'all. So uh, your hemorrhoids are going to bother you. Um, if you and your partner typically do anal, that is off the table, probably for a good while, at least until you get the hemorrhoids under control. Do not have anal while you have hemorrhoids. That's no bueno. It's very dangerous. You could hurt yourself. You could tear like the lining of your anus. Like just don't, don't try. Wait until things are healed. Wait until you're, you're more relaxed and you don't have so much pressure, um, from like healing and stuff on your on your body I would probably take anal off the table if you if you and your partner typically do anal take it off the table while you're still healing and you guys are trying to get your sex life back to normal because hemorrhoids are a fucking asshole (laughs) literally so I think the biggest tips to take away from this having sex right after having a baby for that first time you're gonna feel like a virgin um, you might be able to have sex, you know, at four weeks, you might be, I actually know somebody who had sex like two weeks after they had a baby. God fucking bless them. I don't understand how, but whatever. Um, you might not have to make it to the six weeks. You might be fine at six weeks. You might need longer. Listen to your body. If you know, you and your partner go to have sex and it hurts, stop. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with stopping. Just take it slow. Give yourself some more time. Try again. Um, Use lots of lube. There's nothing wrong with you if you're dry as the fucking desert. I promise. That's normal. Your hormones are all crazy. Um, Make sure that you have a towel nearby because if you have an orgasm, you might lactate. You might squirt breast milk out. That is okay. I know that it's a lot easier said than done, but I promise that's normal. Don't be too insecure about it. And don't do anal. <laughs> that's, that's probably the best tips to, to have. 
lots of communication, change your positioning, just work with your partner. Don't put a whole lot of pressure on your partner um, to have sex with you after having a baby. Just be chill, be chill about it. Uh, I think that another important note to make uh, for closing off here is um, your postpartum body. So you're going to have saggy skin. You're going to probably have some extra weight. Uh, you're leaking everywhere. You probably have hairy armpits, hairy legs, like I said. Uh, hairy vagina. If you usually shave your vagina, that's already going to make you feel gross. Postpartum hair loss. I remember that shit. Fucking balding. Acne. All kinds of crazy shit. You might have like weird smells because your hormones are doing crazy shit. And for some reason, it's like major body odor insane. If... Your vagina might look fucking weird because of the stitching. Your hip roids all over your butt. <laughs> like, you don't feel attractive, okay? And if you show up to have sex with your partner at that six-week mark or whenever, and you take your clothes off and you're getting ready and you're hot and heavy, and your partner says any shit about any of that, you zip your pussy up tight and you fucking leave. Do not, I repeat... Do not feel bad about walking out on a motherfucker who's trying to say some shit about you after you just pushed out their child. Do not. And partners, if you're listening to this, if any of that shit grosses you out, then you better just fucking keep your dick in your pants until this postpartum time is done. Keep your fucking mouth shut. Keep your wiener in your pants. Just leave it alone. She can smell like shit. She doesn't need to shave her legs. She doesn't need to shave her vagina. She pushed out a tiny human. She's fucking breastfeeding every two hours. And if she's having sex with you and she smells like a fucking taco stand, you should feel blessed. Cherish it. It don't matter. She is letting you have sex with her. You are fucking blessed. Feel, feel it. <laughs> you have the privilege to have sex with your wife after just having a child. Don't be a fucking dick. Ladies, don't let your man or woman be a dick to you. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this, the birds and the bees today. I, uh, we'll do another sex episode where I actually am going to be bringing my husband on. Um, and we're going to talk about sex. Uh, and we're not going to talk about just like postpartum sex. We're also going to talk about baby making. You know, practicing to have a baby. Um, kind of like things that we did wrong things that we did right um just to help people who are trying to have a baby we'll talk about the postpartum stuff and kind of like his thoughts and views on it for you dads who are listening you'll kind of get some insight on that from like his point of view um and then sex after having children oh god especially when your child is like in a bassinet still in the room that awkward like the baby's right there like <laughs> do we have sex and stuff like that so tune in I'm not sure when that episode will be it might be next time it might be later just keep keep an eye out for it for the next birds and the bees lady y'all thank you so much for listening to the good mom podcast don't forget to hit the follow button on spotify or itunes or whatever listening platform you are using that way you don't miss a single episode released every monday 